It's all things 805, connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Alanette, and this show is part of the Allen Network, meaning that you can check it out as part of my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and other streaming platforms. If you would like to see all the streaming platforms that the Allen Network podcast is available on and to see prior episodes of All Things 805, visit anchor.fm forward slash Allen Network, A-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E work. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to All Things 805. This show would not be without all of you and it's for you. So whenever, however, wherever you are listening, you are greatly appreciated. On the show today, I give you Vanessa Frank, who is an immigration attorney. She's going to tell you about a very special resource fair, the Swap Meet Justice Resource Fair, that is actually today, September 25th at Oxnard College. So stick around for that. Also on the show is Shauna Morris, CEO of Casa Pacifica, the Center for Children and families. She's on the show today to talk about all of the different resources that Casa Pacifica offers and a brand new program that is coming to our county. So stick around for that. And of course, we'll have the All Things 805 community calendar of events. And I have your chance to get hooked up for a very special show that's coming to Oxnard Levity live in the city of Oxnard. If you love stand up comedy, I will have some special tickets to give away for you. You just got to keep it right here to All Things 805. But up next is my interview with Shauna Morris, CEO of Casa Pacifica Center for Children and Families. I'm so glad to have finally got on the phone with me, the Chief Executive Officer of Casa Pacifica Center for Children and Families, Shauna Morris. Hello. Good morning. So nice to be on with you this morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. Um, Yes. Well, I start off every interview with the basic questions. It's just... I would like for you to share a little bit about yourself to let our uh, All Things 805 listeners know a little bit about yourself from your own point of view. So, Yeah, so my name is Shauna Morris, and I am the Chief Executive Officer at Casa Pacifica, uh, Centers for Children and Families. And it is, um, it is a great pleasure to um, talk to you this morning. I am a um, blessed leader here at this fantastic agency. Um, agency's been around for 28 years and has done such great work here in the community. And I'm their leader. I've been at this job and in the role at Casa Pacifica for just a little over two years. And in those last two years, we've really focused on um, reimagining how we can partner with and better serve the Ventura County community. And so it has been such a great joy and pleasure to work with these outstanding staff members here, team members at Casa Pacifica. And then also to work with the community and the county and to just say, what can we do and how can we do it? And so it's been really fun to to be in that conversation and to really envision how we can use this beautiful agency and the campus here to really serve the greatest needs of our community. And that's exactly what um, what we've been working on. Okay, Shauna. Well, I would like to ask you then now, how did your journey lead you to be the leader of Casa Pacifica? Yeah, I've been working in nonprofits for a long time. And um, 30 years ago, I 
came to California and uh, was fortunate to meet and to marry a young man from Simi Valley, California. Mm-hmm. And so since then, we've moved around and came back to the state six years ago. And I was working in another nonprofit and down in the L.A. area. And when I heard that Dr. Steve Elson was going to retire, I was like, oh, my goodness, it would be amazing if I got to work here in Ventura County at this uh, at this agency. And so um, through the process of talking to their board of directors and meeting the team here and just knowing about Casa Pacifica for forever, um, I was selected to be the next leader. And so that's how I got to be here. And it's the best job ever. I get to work in Ventura County and in Santa Barbara County. And it's close to my heart. I get to invest in my community. I get to invest in making sure that the youth and families um, get the services that they need. That's my journey. And I have, did get my master's degree in public administration from the University of Kansas. I'm very proud of that. Um, was able to do that while I was employed with the Menninger Clinic for 18 years. And so just um, really happy to be able to be here and to be part of this community and to work where I live and live where I work is um, pretty amazing. On the phone lines with Shauna Moore, she is the CEO of Casa Pacifica Center for Children and Families. So a lot of people are familiar with Casa Pacifica, um, but if those of us who kind of know the name but are not too familiar with the work and the services that uh, Casa Pacifica offers. Can you please just give us a little bit of information about the work that you do for the community? Absolutely. So Casa Pacifica serves about 400 families, approximately 400 families every day in uh, Santa Barbara County and in Ventura County. And we serve families and youth um, in a variety of different ways. Um, We provide um, psychiatric, mental health, behavioral health. Um, We provide all types of therapeutic supports um, for uh, youth that are at risk. Um, and that may look like coming into your home. We have community-based services that have in-home services, maybe in the park with you. You might be at a school with you. We um, provide counseling and, and guidance in the different schools. And we also have organized services at our beautiful campus. Um, we, have some, we have some youth that come to our non-public school every day. There's about 60 kids in, enrolled in that that school is for um, youth ages, kids actually ages kindergarten through a high school. And so we have um, a non-public school here on our campus. Yeah. We also have kids that come and they live with us. Um, some kids live with us for, um, you know, a couple months. Some kids live with us longer than that. And it's really about what their needs are and how we can best serve them. Um, and in addition to that, we also have our transitional age youth. Those are for kids that have aged out of the foster care system. Um, 18 to 24, and they can live with us um, for up to 36 months, and we help them with their next path to independence and to making sure that they get where they need to be as young adults. So we are everywhere. We have a team of about 320 staff members that are out and about um, taking care of kids and families every day. You know, Casa Pacifica started as a, um, a shelter for uh, kids that were being removed from homes. Mm-hmm. And during the time that we've been in working here for the last 28 years, we've really um, been able to change and to meet those needs. And so, yes, we still take care of foster care kids. Yes, we still take kids that are in the juvenile justice system. But we also um, are able to provide services for any child, uh, any family that might be struggling with behavior issues or mental health issues. Just give us a call because we have... 
22 different programs in the, both counties, and we are here to serve the community. Um, 22 different programs in the community? Wow. Can you give me like just a few of the programs that you, you guys offer? Sure. Um, so we talked about the non-public school. We mm-hmm. talked about our residential treatment program. Yeah. We talked about our in-home programs. We talked about our wraparound programs. We talk about our, our uh, in-school program. We also have intensive outpatient. We have a partial hospitalization program. Mm. We have a um, psychiatric assessment program. We have, click through them all in my mind here. I should have pulled up my little cheat sheet. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll get in trouble because my team will tell me, you forgot to talk about my program. Um, so, But it's just, um, yeah, we just have a, a, a variety of different programs. Uh, we have um, four different um, offices. We have an office here in Camarillo. We have one, actually, we have two offices in Camarillo. We have a, an outpatient office in Santa Maria and a big outpatient office in Santa Barbara. On the phone lines with Shauna Morris, she is the CEO of Casa Pacifica Center for F- Children and Families. So um, when I was going back and forth trying to get you, you busy lady, onto my show, there was a, a press release that came through for a new program that you are offering to the community. And I know this is a really big deal because you received a large amount of funding to create this. Um, Can you please talk about your new um, offering to the community, Project Home Key? Yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this today. Thank you. So we are really excited. Um, A couple, gosh, two years ago when I first came here, we were talking with our county providers our partners. And, you know, one of the leaders um, in the county said to me, we have a real problem with young adults that are that are becoming homeless. Mm. Um, and she, we were just talking through what does that look like? And what are those at risk young adults? What's going on with them? Mm-hmm. And the county of Ventura had done a report and there was three areas that they were very focused in on that are um, that the areas that homelessness was uh, escalating. And so um you know, transitional age youth that are coming out of the foster care program was one of those top three areas that we've seen significant growth growth across the country, mm-hmm. California, and then in our county. And so um, when the county reached out to us and asked us if we would be interested in partnering with them to make application for a home key project, we were immediately delighted. We went to our board of directors. We talked to our stakeholders, um, and it became very clear that this was something that we could do. Um, and we could do well. Um, backdrop on that, Casa Pacifica has been able to provide uh, transitional age youth services for the last 10 years in a limited capacity. We have a couple small houses at the front of our campus, and then we have one in the community. So as of today, we have 12 uh, transitional age youth that are in our services already. We've done a good job. You know, they've gone to on to you know complete college and to um, be able to move into independent living. And so this is something that we're good at. Um, and so it seemed if the need was there, then we should go ahead and expand that. And so um, as of January, we started working together on this with, the, with our partners at the County of Ventura. And we're just delighted that here it is, September, and we were, um, the governor announced the awards last week. And so we were able to take those precious dollars that we've been entrusted with, and we're going to be able to renovate um, three of the residential care buildings that are currently on our campus that we're no longer using. And we're able to um, turn those into beautiful suites. And the suites are large enough. Some of the suites are large enough for uh, to house 
young families, small families. So if we have um, had in the past, we've had a mom and maybe she's got a couple kids or she's got one baby. And so we're able to have the suites available for that situation. We also had a couple that had a child and, and they were both in their young adult years and they wanted to live with us. And so we have spaces available for that. We also have spaces just for one person if they would like to have their own suite. Mm-hmm. And so we're delighted that we've um, been able to move forward with this project now. And so um, all in, we'll be able to have 27 suites. Mm-hmm. And that means we'll be able to provide for at least 27 young adults. And if they have little ones with them, um, we'll be able to provide um, safe um, housing, supportive housing for them and being able to then wrap our services around them and help them with making sure that they have the case management services that they need, being able to make sure they have access to all of the, you know, services that they need to be able to take that next step to independence. Why do you think um, that um, for for people that are in the foster care system, um, why do you think it's so needed um, to have these transitional facilities available? Every young adult needs to have other adults wrapped around them to guide them and to make sure that they can get where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, youth that are in the foster care system move from home to home or move from facility to facility, and they don't have that, what I call the nuclear family or that core family that is always going to be there for them and to help them. And that's really what Casa Pacifica can offer these young adults. Um, oftentimes, they are in congregate care or they're in a structured living environment until they turn 18. And then they say, okay, we're going to go out and try this now. And then they aren't prepared for that. Mm. And so what we find is that um, even with my nieces and nephews and with people in my own life, I see this happen. You know, they need to have other adults around them to answer questions, to provide that guidance, to encourage them, to educate them, to teach them how to do this. Mm. And what we're finding with the kids that are coming out of foster care, they've had great adults um, helping them to get to that point. And then at 18, magically something happens, right? Programs change. All, you know, the, the, the services that have, they've been involved in oftentimes end. And so that's where the program like our Stepping Stones program is able to step in and to say, okay, now we're going to help you with the next step of your life. And we're going to help you move from being, you know, under 18 to being over 18. And what does that mean? And how do we do that? So it's not these are the youth that we see are not um, the needs that they have are the same needs that other kids have in the community. Mm-hmm. It's just they don't have that core family yeah. that's available to help them. And that's what we're going to do. All right, on the phone lines with Shauna Moore. She's a chief executive officer, CEO of Casa Pacifica Center for Children and Families. Now, the one thing that I see about Casa Pacifica every year is you guys have this amazing fundraiser. <laughs> and I've been yeah, seeing it for years. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys throw this amazing mm-hmm. fundraiser every year. But what I wanted to focus on was the fact that you guys are a nonprofit. People just think that, oh, Casa Pacific is around and, you know, it's just, it's just there. But no, you're funded by um, people in the community. So can you touch on that just a little bit and what our community dollars and support mean to you at Casa Pacifica? 
Well, yeah, we do have really good fundraisers, and we do have a lot of fun, and you got to come sometime. I'm, oh, my I, goodness. I've never be been to the big one, and it's, what is it, the wine, <laughs> the, what is it, the food? And- food and brew festival. Yes. Yeah, wine, food, and brew festival. Oh, it's so much fun. Okay, well, as it gets closer next year, you let me know, because we got to get you there. Um, but it is really important, and what you bring up is a really important part here, and that is that, yes, we are funded through the state and through the counties, mm-hmm. and while we use those precious dollars to the very maximum that we can, there is always a deficit in our budget because the services that we provide um, are are in excess of what the state and the county funding supports. Mm-hmm. And so we love the, our kids. We love, we want to give them the very best life that they have. We want to get, can have, we want to give them everything that our kids would have and that our youth would have. Um, and so community to step in and they fill that gap for us. Um, now we do have a lot of fun. I think you've got to have fun when you're when you're donating and when you're pouring your life into young kids. It's also fun to have fun, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what our fundraisers do. Um, we do have a good time. It's a wonderful uh, event. Um, it is fun to see each other. We missed it a couple of years the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, but we're back now. And you know, it's a beautiful campus at um, University next door. Channel Islands and it's just it's been wonderful and so we sure do appreciate the community for stepping in and for um, being so generous and helping us but it is a great need Um, we do have a deficit in our budget every year anybody that works in our space understands that um, county and and federal dollars are just they're wonderful and we appreciate them but they really never cover um, what is all needed for these youth. Mm -hmm. On the phone lines with Shauna Moore, CEO of Casa Pacifica. And um, you touched on it just a little bit, but I want you to elaborate um, because we're still in the middle of it. You know, it's still having these lasting effects. And you kind of came in at a very um, hard time, you know, into Casa Pacifica. (laughs) The pandemic, how did you pivot, adjust, with these services that you provide our community, how did you work through that time? It's a big question, but we have simply the best team members on our team that you've ever, ever met. Every day I am so encouraged and so, you know, there are heroes. Um, Let me tell you what that looked like though, because you, you hit on something that's so important. You know, when the governor said safer at home, that's not true for everybody. Uh, it's true for a lot of families, but it was not true for the families that we serve, not for all the families that we serve. And so what happened is, you know, all these community-based services that I was telling you about, we had to keep going out in the community. Um, our staff put their goggles on, they put their masks on, they put their gloves on, but our youth needed our services. And I will tell you that we transitioned the, the non-public school to being remote learning. But you know what that looked like? That looked like the teachers would get in the car every day and drive out to the kids' houses to make sure that they got what they needed. Make sure these kids are safe. Make sure the parents are okay with them. Because you know, these children, are, they have behavior issues. They, have, um, they were in our non-public school for a reason. Um, on the campus, this is where people lived. Our kids lived here. Mm. Our staff didn't get to remote, work remotely. No, 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 no. They came in every day and they put their lives on the line every single day to make sure the youth that were living with us had the best services. Mm. And you know what? We got COVID on the campus and people got sick. And then what happened is that the managers put on their outfits and we put on our goggles and we put on our PPE and we went out there and we took care of these kids. Um, 
it was truly a beautiful thing to watch our team mobilize, pivot, and do things differently. We delivered thousands of pounds of food to our families that we serve. We delivered school lessons. We picked up school lessons. We met kids in the park to play games with them. We met kids in the park to play our guitar with them to make sure that they were having the support that they needed. In addition to that, in our Santa Barbara office, we have safety call and the calls the first couple months of the pandemic, we didn't hardly get any calls. And then all of a sudden the call shot straight up because we saw an increase in domestic violence. Mm-hmm. We saw an increase of abuse and our teams, again, they would put themselves together, put their gear on and they would go out and make sure that these kids got what they needed. So it has been the hardest thing ever to figure out how to manage through this pandemic, but I applaud our staff because they did not give up. They hang in there. They came in every single day because kids' lives are on the line here. The work we do is life-changing, and we can't just stay home, and you can't do that through a Zoom call. You got you to gotta, gotta put yourself together. You got to protect yourself as best as you can, and you got to go out and do the work. So that's what it's been like. Um, cost us a ton of money to do that. Yeah, mm. we paid extra. We had to do all kinds of extra things, which is why we're so grateful that we'll be able to raise money again because it's like, we, you know, it was very expensive to do what we did, mm-hmm. but you got to do it. You got to do it because there's just no other choices. So we've been really fortunate to have staff that live our values every day and they're mission driven. Mm. And they didn't just say over and out, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, they, they kept showing up. On the phone lines with Shauna Morris, the CEO of Casa Pacifica, Center for Children and Families. I want to say thank you so much, one, for the work that you do for our community. It's so valuable. And two, for being a guest on All Things 805. I would like for you to give out um, contact information for anyone that finds themselves in a situation where they might need the resources that you offer, or they can send someone to you for the resources for another family member or um, someone that they know. Yeah, well, thank you. Yes, um, we would love to help you. If you know anyone that needs us, please, please. Um, have them either swing by our website, which is casapacifica.org, or you can have them call. That number is 805-366-44000. Please, please come and see us. Give us a call. Come out and support us. Come to one of our parties. Come to one of our festivals. Um, we love you. Love the community. Um, and sure do appreciate your time today. All right. Thank you, Shauna, so much for checking in with All Things 805. And you have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you. And still on the way on All Things 805 is my interview with Vanessa Frank, immigration attorney and representative from the Swap Meat Justice Resource Fair every last Sunday of the month at Oxnard College. And also the 805 community calendar of events is on the way on All Things 805, part of the Allen Network. Don't go nowhere. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hat.
hazmat for the next round We was trying to protest and the fires broke out Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound Like you don't hear the screams when we catching beat down Staying quiet when they're killing, but you speak loud when we ride Got opinions coming from a place of privilege Sicker than the COVID, how they did them on the ground Speaking of the COVID, is it still going around? Oh, won't you tell me about the looting, what's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels Plus unemployment rate, what, 40 million now? Killed a man in broad day, might never see a trial We just wanna break chains like slaves in the south Started in the north end, but we in the downtown Riot cops try to block, now we got a showdown been downtown, the people are rising, we thought it was a lockdown, they opened the fire, them bullets was flying, who said it was a lockdown, goddamn lies, downtown, where I got popped with the rubber bullet train. Cut the channel off the news before I lose it nah. I ain't even trippin' if you with it, then we lose nah. Help me put this Louie in the back of Suzuki Oh, he had to break it down so smoothly They gon' say it's not about race, but we movin' Oh, pow, got the trade pound Had to put in my name, what should this play now? Any given day, I'll be headed to the pulpit It's all things 805, connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. And it's time for the all things 805 community calendar of events. Just a few things going on in Ventura County that you might want to get involved with. Here we go. Today, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the Swamp Meat Justice Citizenship and Family Resource Fair going along with the Oxnard College Swamp Meat it's right next to the gym today, starting at 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. There'll be legal resources, a health clinic, vaccinations, opportunity for expungement, opportunities for you to get your citizenship, and so much more. If you need more information or you would like to volunteer to help out with the Swap Meets Justice Citizenship and Family Resource Fair, go to swapmeetjustice.org. And Sunday, October 9th, is the Oxnard Athletics Car Show, brought to you by Bomb Life Ventura County and Fantasy Life Oxnard. Make sure you save the date for this event. And you know it's a car show, so there'll be a lot of beautiful cars out there, vendors and food trucks at Oxnard High School, Sunday, October 9th, to benefit the Oxnard Athletics. If you would like to get involved, you can send an email to mark.cordez, and that's Cordez with an S, at oxnardunion.org. Saturday, October 1st, is the Native Plant Palooza and Eco Fest. That's going on at 1379 East Jans Road in the city of Thousand Oaks. That's brought to you by the Caneo Open Space Foundation. From 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., you can learn about water-wise native plant gardening, how to save the planet, and there'll be entertainment for the whole family. This event is free, and you can register in advance and get a free plant at cosf.org forward slash ppza1. Open Door Studio in Oxnard presents the Horror Movie Museum beginning October 20th, running through November 6th 
Thursday through Sunday evenings. 30 local artists and builders plus businesses and independent art studio collaborators will recreate iconic scary movie scenes made from recycled and unconventional materials. And you can check that out at Open Door Studio. For more information, go to opendoorstudio.org. The City of Fillmore's annual Trunk or Treat celebration is Monday, October 31st on Halloween from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. along Central Avenue. To get involved or register your vehicle, follow them on Instagram at City of Fillmore. And that's just a few events going on in Ventura County and beyond that you might want to get involved with. If you would like to have your event mentioned on All Things 805, please send me an email to allthings805radio at gmail.com. Up next on All Things 805 is my interview with Vanessa Frank, immigration attorney and representative from Swap Meet Justice Resource Fair. In studio, I have with me attorney at law, Vanessa Frank, and she's here to talk about the Swap Meet Justice. Um, it's a citizenship and family resource fair. Hello. How are you doing? Okay. Thanks for having me come in. Yeah. This great. This is my first question to everybody. It's not really a question. It's just um, I ask everyone to, from your own point of view, just give a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you want the listeners of All Things 805 to know about you, Vanessa Frank? I I love Ventura County. I love the Central Coast. I'm from Los Angeles, lived in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. Those are also my homes. I have come to love Ventura County as my home. Mm -hmm. It is my home and I just love it here. So how did you end up in law? Um, I think somewhere in high school um, or even maybe junior high, I formulated the idea of being a community organizer. And then when I graduated college, God bless AmeriCorps. So I got a job because my parents were kind of looking at me like a community. When, what you about to do? Right. Like <laughs> you just went to college, like get a real job. Yeah. At least AmeriCorps would pay me. Not very much, but they paid. And then um, I ended up working in schools in Oakland with immigrant families. And I started to like see a pattern from the time I was in high school organizing that I, was, I had been organizing on behalf of immigrants, first generation people, English language learners. And I thought to myself, you know what? I want to be a teacher because I was working with some really amazing school teachers, public school teachers. And I thought that would be amazing because I could teach the kids and that would inform my organizing work. And I could like organize parents and communities to mm -hmm. improve schools because mm -hmm. I really feel very strongly about um, supporting kids to be creative and take leadership at young ages. And, uh, and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, so really you want to be a teacher so that you could organize on the side. And then as I started hanging out more with teachers, I was like, so really you're not really interested in like planning for classes and, you know, that's just sort of like my day job, but my real job would happen after school. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing teachers who like their day job as a teacher was all encompassing. Yeah. And I was going to sign up a firm, like make a choice from get yeah. to do both. Mm. You know, so I met people that had wanted to be teachers and as teachers, they started to see problems and had become organizers. Yeah. But I was stepping up to do both from the jump. And I thought mm -hmm. even I was like, maybe that's a bad idea. Maybe I should just do the organizing. Right. <laughs> and so then I was like, well, how do you do that in a way that satisfies my immigrant family? You know, law school. Now I go back. Hindsight 2020. Now it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Yeah. But being a lawyer has been really fun because I have a really practical skill. 
Like I actually, especially when working with immigrant communities, like I actually understand immigration law, mm-hmm. like and and the policies and the history of those policies and the history of those laws and what they were designed to do. So you can use the law to organize for the people. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And we can use the organizing to change the, the law. law that affect so many people's lives. Mm-hmm. So yes. Speaking with Vanessa Frank, she has her very own law office in Ventura. Let's talk about Swap Meet Justice mm-hmm. and what that is. Swap Meet Justice is a social justice fair. Mm. And we run it the last Sunday of every month at the Oxnard College Swap Meet. Swap Meet Justice Social Justice Fair is a cultural experience on many, many levels. A group of us got together about four years ago and started, I mean, we had seen a need and sort of it was this multiple threads kind of coming together. Um, A good friend of mine had been doing voter registration Mm -hmm. and she would go anywhere. Anywhere there were humans, she was like, we need to register them to vote. And so one of the places that she would go was these swap meets. And she would ask people um, to register. And they would demur saying, oh, you know, I just have my green card. And she would say, well, why aren't you a citizen? And they'd be like, I don't know, like, where to go. And I don't know how. And they had all these concerns or reservations. Yeah. So that bothered her because she was like, these are potential voters. Yeah. So that was her thing. Meanwhile, I'm over here on the side doing Know Your Rights presentations and organizing um, in light of Trump's election, we were organizing, um, getting volunteers who wanted to help immigrants and very fearful of, of what that administration was going to bring on immigrants. Oh, yes. Um, so people in Ventura County would approach me and say, I, I want to help. What can I do? And I'd say, you know what? Why don't we get together Wednesday night? We'll go to like the Knights of Columbus Hall and we'll do DACA applications for people. I can show you how to do a DACA renewal. I can talk to folks and families and say, this is where the law stands right now. These are your rights. You can still apply, et cetera. And then we can just have a mass volunteers just filling out these forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were doing that. Um, but that was sort of, uh, what do you say, hit or miss. We were going all over the place trying to figure out where do people feel safe? Where do they feel comfortable? What's a good time? So then when Adrian Coulter, who's my co-organizer of the swap meet, when she and I got together and started talking like, hey, why don't we do it at the swap meet? Because it's Sundays. And, it, you know, as I say, it was a safe place, a comfortable place for people. They know how to get there. They know what it's about. And then for people who don't know swap meets and want to help out and get engaged, it's a great opportunity for them to be introduced to mm. swap meet culture and to volunteer and to contribute um, and to be better advocates, a lot of we get a lot of teenagers, we get retirees, we have people who are interested in social justice, as I say, um, but they don't kind of know where to start. Mm-hmm. They don't know who's doing the work in Ventura County. Yeah. And so over these years, uh, that's why we call it a social justice fair. What started out as like doing people's citizenship or green card renewal applications has now expanded to um, we've got employment law attorneys. Mm. We've got the public defender's office doing expungement clinics. We've got um, Westminster Free Clinic doing diabetes and heart uh, heart disease screening. Yeah, Um, we've got. Uh, the the county is coming out with their vaccine van, giving people COVID vaccines and COVID information, um, plus a myriad of other social service organizations. We got Interface comes out and does um, registers people for Medi-Cal, as mm. does the Mixteco Indígena Community Organizing Project. They also register for people for Medi-Cal. Mm-hmm. So we've tried to get a bunch of different language people. 
um, out there, people with a variety of services, which is helpful to the individual humans who may want those services, but it's also helpful to the other people who are the staff. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times an employment attorney, they're talking to their client and their client mentions something about an immigration concern and the employment attorney is like, oh, gee, that sounds awful. What do we, you know? but now we know each other yeah. and they know where to refer them. You can go, hey, why don't you go two booth down and go talk to Vanessa, she'll help you. Right? Right. And then they're talking to me and they're like, yeah, I just, you know, I just feel like my kids are not doing so well and they could use some extra support. And I'm like, oh, let me introduce you to Catalina right here at Promotoras mm -hmm. because they run groups for teenagers, support groups, mental health groups. And so right away people are connecting. And so both the service providers and the activists meet one another mm -hmm. plus the community. And then the community also gets this sense of like, wow, there's actually a web of people out there doing the good work. They can see the resources right in front of them. Mm -hmm. It's like a one-stop shop, right? It is. I'm gonna go over here, I'm gonna grab my Avon products. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, look, they got churros over here. <laughs> yes. Uh, agua fresca. Mm -hmm. Hey, I wanna get my record sponged. <laughs> <laughs> For that time I pulled that girl's hair. That's right. At college. For real. <laughs> that, and that has like, I mean, yeah, right. And right. if you know, you know that that stuff follows you for years. And yep. you're like, what is this? Like, it's still on my record. I'm tr I'm struggling to get housing, you know, rent. Mm -hmm. uh, people who won't rent to me. People won't hire me because I have this weird thing on my record. So, and you can get rid of that. That's yeah. what espongement is for. Yeah. And so other places, like other events, you'll have um, people tabling. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would go and table and like hand out my business card. Yeah. But this is different because we're actually doing it. Like people leave, they come to the swap meet thinking they're going to get a churro and they leave signed up for Medi-Cal. Hey. <laughs> they come to the swap meet thinking they're going to like talk to the guy about their car stereo and they leave with their record expunged. Like they can do it right there on the spot. Mm -hmm. And we are open, like I said, to teenagers, retirees, like all kinds of people, especially the teenagers who have an idea of maybe they want to be like me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be some kind of like community organizer, service provider type yeah. of person, but I don't really know what that looks like. I want to work in social services somehow. Somehow yeah. help people in my community. Maybe I can speak another language. You know, I, I do stuff. I help my parents. And I translate at home right, right, right now. Yeah. So they have that concept. And so if they come and volunteer with us, they can volunteer uh, helping people do their immigration forms. They can help the employment attorney. They can help the public defender's office with the expungents. So then right away, now they know five lawyers. Right. Yesterday, they didn't know any lawyers. Now they know five. Cool And ones. they're getting experience <laughs> yes. as well that's going to be good for whatever they decide to do in their life. Speaking with Vanessa Frank, she's an attorney at law and she is an immigration attorney who you will see her out at Swap Meet Justice at Oxnard College. So head on over there and uh, meet Vanessa and talk to her about how you can get your citizenship. Um, it, one thing that uh, you did mention while we were speaking is DACA. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that we've been out from under the Trump administration for how many years now? Two. A couple years. But I know that DACA like suffered greatly and was like really put on pause during their time and people were struggling and didn't quite know what was going to happen. But um, so tell me 
how we have gotten have we gotten past that where are we at right now with that oh your eye your eye you closed it yes it's like, DACA, we're still rough out there for daca daca is rough mm-hmm. um daca was intended i d- deeply believe in my heart that president obama um it's an executive order so it's not a law passed by congress it was an executive order by president obama and if we cast our mind back to the spring summer of 2012 when it when it came in when he announced it um we believed he believed that you know there was an election coming up Mm -hmm. in november of that year his re-election and congressional elections every two years some senators and i think he was trying to make a push if we can do daca people will see what an impact it makes if we legalize which daca doesn't really give illegal immigration status but it was kind of a taste like a teaser what if we like let me show people what it would look like if people who have been here for many years at the time it was it was requirement five years people who have been here for a long time and are contributing as much as they can what if we boost it and give them a work permit and tell them they don't have to worry about being deported anymore i think he was making a bet that people other people voters (laughs) would see wow that's a great idea. Let's get more people in Congress, more people in Senate. Let's reelect President Obama mm-hmm. and let's get immigration reform done. And so for if you think of it that way, it was a great idea. Yeah. Two, four years, maybe, you know, while we get this thing kind of ironed out, um, you got this little temporary work permit. Fantastic. We're going into year 11 now. Mm. We just passed the 10 year anniversary. August 15th of 2022 was the 10 years since people could ap- begin applying for DACA. Um, and then, yeah, Trump canceled it in September of, of 2017, which is pretty shortly after he became president in January of 17. So pretty quick. Uh, it was one of the first things he did. And then ever since then, it's been in the courts. And what that means for people with DACA is that people who have ever had DACA in their lives can continue to renew, renew, renew. And they mm-hmm. have been. Mm-hmm. But new people, for example, you had to be 15 to apply for DACA in the first place yeah. ever. So there are people who didn't turn 15 until after September of 2017. Oh. So they turned 15 and 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Those kids, those young people um, haven't, they are allowed now the courts, it's in the courts back and forth. Right now, the state of play is that people can file their application. They can send their $495 application into immigration service. They will cash that check. $495. But and you can send that in and the check will be cashed. You will lose that money from your bank account, but uh, they will not make a decision on that application because the courts have stayed that. So new people can't get into the program. Four hundred ninety five dollars <laughs> every two years, every two years. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Ah. And forever, because the other thing with DACA is, again, if you look at it as this temporary little little nudge towards a path to citizenship. Fantastic, right? But if you look at it as like a lifestyle, it's every two years you're applying and you can just keep applying. There's no like buy five, get the six one free. And there's no like, oh, you've done DACA five times now, which is 10 years. You've done DACA five times. Now you can apply for your green card. Nope. It's a hamster wheel of just like, you can apply, you can get it. You're good for two years. You'll apply, you'll get it. You're good Uh. for two years. Just indefinitely... Until we change the law, coming back to my voter registration drive at so the swap meet. That's $250 a year. Mm. Carry the one. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a lot. 
And it just, and all it means is that people are protected mm. from deportation unless they commit a crime, in which case they're put back into deportation mm -hmm. fear. Um, and they do have a work permit and good social security number, which is lovely. Um, and, and some folks qualify for what's called advanced parole, which is a permission that you can apply for separately. That's a separate fee mm -hmm. to apply for a permission to travel outside the United States and return. Okay. So that's nice, but you have to specially apply for that and that takes some time. So it's not like you're just going on a European vacation whenever you want now that you have DACA. Yeah. So, um, you know, as I say, if it were me, um, I would rather have DACA than be undocumented. Yeah. But it's not a permanent solution by any means. It doesn't qualify people for financial aid, for example. Yeah. Uh, it certainly doesn't qualify them for green card. They can't qualify for middle, um, military service. It, it's helpful, but it doesn't open the door. Mm. And then the final thing I'll say about DACA is it's a wonderful program in its, in its way. But the rule, as Obama stated it in June of 2012, was he wanted it for people who had been here for a long time. So in the rule itself, it says you had to have been continuously in the United States since June of 20, 2007. And also in the rule itself, as he stated it, you had to be less than 31 years old on the day he announced it. So that's 31. You couldn't be 31 on June 15, 2012. Mm. So if you do the math, which I have, that's June 16, 1981. Mm. Anybody born before June 16, 1981 is not eligible for DACA. Yeah. And then you had to be continuously present in the United States since June 15 of 07, which means if you happen to just be born after June 15, 07, then you're not going to be DACA, period. So now we have a lot of young people in our country now because now because it's still June, June 15, 07. That's 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So we have kids who are 15 years old, so they would be eligible to apply for DACA, uh -huh. but they weren't born until August of 07. Mm. That child will never be eligible for DACA ever. Ugh. So it's a gener DACA itself is it's, a generation. It's just a group of people who were born between June of 81 and June of 07. It's a very small window of and opportunity there. Yeah. yeah. And I was noticing we've done a lot of work over the last 10 years talking to high school teachers about DACA. And I thought to myself over the summer... I don't really need to talk to high school teachers anymore because starting with the class of 2025, it doesn't apply. They're too young. Hmm. Speaking with Vanessa Frank, she is an immigration attorney and you are welcome to head on out to Swap Meet Justice, Citizenship and Family Resource Fair, Oxnard College and talk to her if you have any questions. If you have a question she can't answer, she'll pass you off to somebody that definitely will. A lot of resources available at the Swap Meet Justice um, Espungement Clinic, Citizenship Fair. Um, there's also a free clinic there. They're doing blood pressure and, and blood sugar screenings, a vaccination clinic, and so many other resources that are available. Like if you would like to get on Medi-Cal, you have questions about CalFresh or CalWorks, they're all there, right there on site to help you with everything. And then you can get your churro and your agua fresca all <laughs> in the same place. I mean, it's the best deal in town. Weather's always beautiful. <laughs> right. It's great. And if you're interested in learning more and you want to, when we were talking earlier about if you're interested in getting involved and you want to help out the community, you've always had a dream of somehow helping, maybe mm -hmm. being a social worker, maybe being a lawyer, maybe being in law enforcement, maybe you, know, you just want to help out in some way, being a doctor, being a nurse. Um, this is a great place to come and volunteer and mm. meet people who are doing it, 
who yeah. are really doing it and doing it with all their heart and soul uh, for the people who need it most. Uh, so come out and volunteer. We're, we're happy to connect you. And if you need more information, you can definitely go to swapmeetjustice.org. Correct. Thank you so much, Thank Vanessa. Thank you so much for this. This is great. It's all things 805, connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Allenette. I'd like to say thank you to all of our guests today. Vanessa Frank, immigration attorney from Swap Meet Justice Resource Fair. Now, if you need more information about Swap Meet Justice that's going on today at Oxnard College, you can go to swapmeetjustice.com. Org. Also, Shauna Morris, CEO of Casa Pacifica Center for Children and Families. And I got your chance to get hooked up on all things 805. If you are a lover of stand-up comedy, my girl Ida Rodriguez will be at Oxnard Levity Live for five shows the weekend of October 7th through 9th. I'm very proud of my friend Ida Rodriguez. She just released another comedy special on Netflix and this girl is blowing up and she's hilarious and she's quite political as well. So she's going to make us laugh at ourselves for everything that's going on in the world right now. October 7th through 9th, you can check her out at Oxnard Levity Live. If you need more information about that show, you can go to improv.com forward slash Oxnard. But if you want to win tickets to see Ida Rodriguez, I got a hookup for you to check out her Sunday show October 9th. Go to my Instagram page at all.things.805 and look for the graphic of Ida Rodriguez to enter to win those tickets. And if you have resources, an event, a message, information that you would like to get out to the people of Ventura County and beyond, be a guest on All Things 805. Send me an email to allthings805radio at gmail.com or you're welcome to slide into my DM, all.things.805 and just send me a message and we'll work it out and get you on the show, okay? Because without all of you, there would be no All Things 805. We are connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. And this show is part of the Allen Network. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now. Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower. Little tear gas cleared the whole place out. I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out. Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound like you don't hear the